This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So we've had Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and even New Year's Day. I'm sure I'm missing a few others, but for most of us, the holiday season is pretty much over. Except for those celebrating Orthodox Christmas. And according to census data, Chicago has one of the largest Orthodox Christian populations in the U.S. They'll be celebrating with delectable holiday food this weekend, and I wanted to get into some of their culinary traditions. So we're revisiting a conversation I had last year with my colleague Sienna Greaves. She's an audio producer here at WBEZ, and before she was making radio sound good around here, Sienna was a chef. So naturally, she went around Chicago talking to bakers and restaurant owners about the food they serve up for Orthodox Christmas. Me and Sienna started by talking about the larger groups of folks in and around Chicago who identify as Orthodox Christians. So the larger sects are probably Greek, Russian, and Ukrainian Orthodox, um, but there is also a significant population of Ethiopian, Armenian, and Coptic uh, Orthodox Christians in Chicago. Okay, and then these folks are doing all types of celebrating. They they have the dates that they celebrate, which is, what were the dates again? Uh, so it's interesting. So while Greeks are part of the Orthodox Church, they celebrate on December 25th, like Protestants and Roman Catholics. Okay. But according to the Julian calendar, Orthodox Christmas falls on January 7th. So there are a lot of European folks who celebrate Christmas in the more Orthodox tradition. But then there are those North and East African folks Mm -hmm. who also do it differently than most culturally Christian folks in the United States. And I know you focused on Ethiopians um, in your research. How has that community evolved in the Chicago area over time? Yeah, it's really interesting. I was talking to Almaz Yixau at Ethiopian Diamond. And I also spoke to a few folks over at the Ethiopian Community Association of Chicago. The story really begins in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, There was a military coup in Ethiopia that really destabilized the government. And Hmm. a small group of Ethiopians, I would say probably about two to 400, were resettled here by resettlement United States resettlement programs. Since that time, the number of Ethiopians in the area has grown to 25,000. Now, Almaz Yigzal was one of the first uh, Ethiopians to arrive to Chicago. She was here with that first wave of migrants. And she told us, spoke to me about a time where the Ethiopian community was so small here, they didn't even have their own church. Hmm. They would actually rent a space from a Greek Orthodox church in Evanston. Now, today... Again, there are thousands of Ethiopians in Chicago. There are three to four churches in the area, six Ethiopian restaurants. Um, You have lots of cultural shops, uh, grocery stores, uh, lots of Ethiopians who are doing their own um, real estate. They have real estate companies. So the community has really flourished in the last 40 years. And Alma is the owner of the Ethiopian Diamond Restaurant? Yes, she is. Okay. 
What is the significance of food in all of the celebrating? I mean, it's just like any Roman Catholic or Protestant celebration. Food, faith, family, hearth, those are all things that are center uh, of this holiday. What is unique uh, about the Orthodox Christmas calendar is there is a period of fasting uh, in the days leading up to Christmas. So in your story, you talk about how Ethiopian folks actually don't eat some mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So when you're thinking of like a religious fast, the first thing that comes to mind is probably Ramadan, where mm-hmm. you are abstaining from all food from sun up to sundown. Yeah. Or Lent. Or Lent. Yeah. This isn't that. This is a vegan or vegetarian fast. So you're abstaining from meat, poultry, fish, any meat or meat products. Different sects have different rules. Some sects are 100% vegan. Some sects allow uh, fish and oils on certain days. Some sects you can't drink any wine. Uh, but when I was talking to Yalma, she was telling me how in the Ethiopian church, it is 100% vegan. You can't even have honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing even made by animals. No, no animal products, no dairy, no butter, nothing like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're even more vegan than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know that you kind of went to a lot of different places Mm -hmm. um, in Chicago to explore some of the food Mm -hmm. traditions. Um, And there's a little bit of superstition at one of these dishes at uh, Sandy's Bakery. Can you tell me about that? Uh, Yes, that would be the Chesnitsa bread. Uh, Sandy described this as a really nice, uh, simple butter bread. It is a leavened bread, which means that it has a rising agent in it. What makes this bread really special is that it's baked with a coin inside. And once the family sits down to partake the eating of the bread, whoever receives this coin uh, is promised to have luck and prosperity for the rest of the year. I wonder what kind of coin that is. Do you know if it's like a... Oh, it's just a quarter, girl. It's a quarter. <laughs> just like a simple quarter. An American... There are no doubloons <laughs> in the bread. All right. Because, you know, what, Sandy's Bakery, what what type of food is uh, are they making there? So it's a, a Balkan. Balkan, uh, Balkan food. Okay. Food from the Balkans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what about City Fresh Market? Were there some foods that stood out to you from there? Yeah, I had a great conversation with Dimitra, who is the daughter of one of the owners of City Fresh Market and... We both have a favorite food in common, and it is borek. It is a perfect meat pastry. And now, lots of cultures have a meat pastry, Jamaican beef patties, empanadas, um, Mm, mm, mm. Cornish pasties, if you're from, you know, the UK. But this borek is a dish that is found in Turkey. It is found in the Middle East. It's found all over the Balkans, and it is safe. Filo-type pastry, very flaky, very buttery, and is stuffed with a feta cheese, lamb, or beef. And it's just excellent. And they have, like, many different kinds at City Fresh Market. It, yeah, it is definitely one of my favorite foods. My mouth is—I don't even eat beef, and my mouth is watering. Well, they have a feta option as well. Oh. You can just do uh, the salty cheese with the pastry pairs really, really nicely. Well, I don't eat cheese either, Sienna, okay. but that's You're okay. Vegan, that's vegan. okay. I'm, I'm still getting a hand We're going to go the Ethiopian route. You know, that <laughs> will that will be my, my cuisine <laughs> that I pick from, from all of this. Yeah, so, you know, if I'm generally a curious foodie, right, even if I'm not vegan or if I eat beef or not, mm-hmm. um, and I want to dabble in a few different food traditions that you've mentioned here so far, where would you recommend that I go? All of them. So this is my plan for my second Christmas, which will be taking place this weekend, okay? <laughs> I will be getting my red lentils and collard greens from Ethiopia Diamond. I'll be heading to Sandy's Bakery for some lovely samsa or stuffed cabbage. And, of course, my chesnitsa bread. And at City Fresh Market, I'm 
probably going to pick up a bottle of lovely Serbian pear brandy and, of course, a Bordic. Sienna Greaves is an audio producer here at WBEZ and former chef. And yes, this conversation is from last year, but don't worry. I looked up all the places we talked about and they're still very much open and serving food. And that's it for today. Thanks to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Sam Deere produced the original version of this episode. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR network. If you love the show, rate the show, review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.